Let's get Peabody uh, and Sherman or whatever over here, and uh, let's talk about spring of 2011. Spring of 2011. Well, uh, we were extraordinarily hopeful. Extraordinarily. Uh, very, very hopeful. Had a, very. had a great team coming. Well, what we thought was a great team. Uh, solid pitching lined up. Uh Let's so see. so hopeful, in fact, that we made a little trip. We did. We did. The two of us went down to spring training, caught three games, had a great time. Uh, it, it, we, we had a blast, and we were ex- leaving Fort Myers. We thought, that's the team. That is the team. And it was not terribly long into the season, game one, in fact, when we figured out this is not the team. And they went what zero uh, and six and two oh, and God. eight like, or yeah, uh, like three and twenty or something. It was horrifyingly bad. They turned the ship around, have a decent summer, and then September they fall apart again. They what won three or four games in September. It was ridiculous. Uh, no, and, the, uh, the space shuttle falls apart when it lands lands back to Earth. What these people did, what this. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the Giants. So what's the dude, uh, Brian Wilson? I like the beard. You gotta oh, fear, fear, oh. fear the beard. Fear the beard. Oh, I do not fear the beard. <laughs> I detest the beard. That thing needs to be shaved off. You, t- you detest facial hair. Period. I don't think I've ever seen you. With oh, I'm, on, I'm on like six days right now. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. Watch out! Watch out, world. <laughs> you can almost see it. That's like six years for Kyle Flory. Oh, the Kyle Flory uh, guy who hates fun and Halloween for the, just he hates to, for fun completeness and Halloween yeah, for completeness. It uh, it's just easier and makes more sense to break it up that way. Yeah, I think it. You know, we fall naturally into a seasonal progression too, right? So I think it only makes sense. I mean, you know, Breaking Bad just ended, and the first part oh. of the season just ended, and you know, it feels yes. it feels a while ago. Honestly, it feels like you know it was a month, a it, little over a month ago, and it, it feels yeah. It does, and and poor Hank is still on that toilet. <laughs> One of them, I'm a little late to the party, but uh, it's Thirty Rock, and I just got completely caught up right before this current season started. And oh my god, it, it's it's the the funniest show I've ever seen. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I am. I am what I talk to like really uh, enjoys that show. I don't writing, watch. I don't watch it. Full disclosure. The writing is really, really good. And and Tina Fey's character, I, I swear, I am the male Les Lemon. It's really, really good. Fantastic uh, show. And also uh, from Phineas and Ferb. Did you know this? Damian Lewis, Phineas and Ferb fame. He's in Phineas and Ferb? Uh, he had a guest spot as Agent Double Zero Zero. Working with Perry, huh? I, I don't know. I do not watch Phineas and Ferb on a regular oh, basis. See, but you need I kids. know you do. So moving on away from the uh, iPad Mini, we've talked about it for three weeks now. I think we can let it go. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to give a uh, give a quick 
update to the Red Sox manager situation. John Farrell was officially announced also the day after our last recording. He was officially announced as the manager of the Red Sox. He was given a three-year contract, which incidentally they only gave Bobby Valentine a two-year contract last year. So, hey, this next year they're paying two managers. Um, but the game I, is, yeah, I, exactly. You know, when when you can pay two managers, that's got to be better for the team, right? Yeah, that you're makes getting us a better team, right? One manager for the price of two. And speaking of suggestions, we actually <laughs> had a, another suggestion from a listener. Uh, you know, with Halloween coming up this week, I uh, just kind of wanted uh, to know what are best and worst items that we've gotten in trick or treat bags or seen in trick or treat bags over the years. Uh, you know, that we can, can still remember for, for, you know, for good and bad reasons. Do you yeah. have thoughts on this? Discuss. Oh, uh, I, I can't remember too many really bad things I've gotten. I can think of some things that would really devastate me if I got them as a child. Um, the one thing that popped to mind when we got this question from uh, a really great listener of ours, um, the one thing that popped into my mind was uh, prayer cards. I've heard of people putting prayer cards. In uh, what? Halloween, yes, <laughs> I'm, you're, here's no, you're not getting any candy, but here's a prayer for you. Jesus loves you. <laughs> Jesus loves you, but you're not getting any candy. <laughs> I've heard of people doing that, and it made uh, me think of uh, I've I've had I've never worked um, I've never worked as a as a waiter myself, but I've had several friends who worked as as wait staff, and they said that the worst thing in the world is the uh, the Sunday afternoon crowd comes in and instead of tips, they get prayer cards. Mm, that's crazy. Do you want to hear my worst trick or treat gift? That or I, do. Treat, I do. Uh, item that I received toothpaste. <laughs> I swear to all things holy that I got a well, travel size pressed you. toothpaste for Halloween. It wasn't even full sized. Oh no, it was travel size. Oh gosh. Or as you know, non fun size. Oh, fun size toothpaste. <laughs> it was horrible. The internet has been abuzz all week about this topic. It is the fact that the Walt Disney Company is buying Lucasfilm Limited from George Lucas for $4.05 billion with a B dollars. It's where you insert Imperial March music. <laughs> Would you like me to? I don't know. Is that copyright violation? Um, only if they find out. Oh, there you go. Only if they listen. <laughs> Only if they listen, which is probably, you know, George Lucas, I, I think he downloads the podcast. I'm pretty sure he does. Okay, cool. Uh, so, George, don't listen to this part because I don't like you very much, and you're not going to like what we say about you. <laughs> you can just skip ahead, George. Basically, if it's under Lucasfilm, Disney is going to own it. I guess that means Howard the Duck, too. I don't know. That was Lucasfilm? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so maybe they'll reboot it. That would be Takes great. Takes me back, man. Takes yeah, me back. Does. Disney's really, really taken over. I mean, they bought ABC, yep. ESPN, mm -hmm. Marvel. Marvel. I did hear, speaking of their purchase of Marvel, that Marvel owns the comic book rights. This is this is going back to our Howard the, Howard the Duck discussion. Marvel owns the comic book rights to Howard the Duck. And Lucasfilm owned the movie rights to Howard the Duck. Done so now. Done and done. Done sequel. and done. All under one roof. So that's really why. Happen. That's really why. They, that's what really pushed this deal through. I think. I think that was the final yeah. deciding factor. There was. There was the Howard the Duck angle. Some numbers. There's some numbers discussion. 
there was some bickering back and forth well, what I'm about thinking... a new Crocodile Dundee movie. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if we're really going to want to make this Howard the Duck sequel happen, we need we're to come gonna here. We're going to have to buy Star Wars too. We're going to have to buy it. We're just going to have to buy it all. And the deal was for $4.05 billion. My, by my math, Star Wars is the $05 billion. Howard the Duck, $4 billion. Right there. Boom. I would say one of my favorite is still Goldfinger. It's on my list too, man. Excellent. That's what I got number one on my list is Goldfinger. Excellent. Goldfinger is just great. Connery is just amazing as Bond. It's such a it's such an interesting storyline. It's got great characters. Pussy galore. Pussy galore. Uh, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Odd job. Goldfinger's lethal Korean manservant, which uh-huh. is, like, is like the best description ever. Yeah, Odd job is my favorite Bond bad guy of all time. I love him. He's the best. Yeah, anytime, anytime you can have a Korean manservant, you're you're winning. Hashtag winning. Are you saying that you don't have one? I like the Edge. He's a cool hey, guy. Yeah, he's he named himself a verb present tense. <laughs> <laughs> Much in the tradition of Sting. There you go. Stung, Sting, Sting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, okay, one. so that was another one for me. What about you? What else? Uh, my number two is You Only Live Twice. A, huh? Another Sean Connery. Uh, early one and uh, it's really good. It's the part of the reason I like it is because I saw it when I was a kid and really liked it. And now I still like watching it. Part of the reason also is because a lot of the scenes and imagery out of this movie, uh, it's the first one with Blofeld inspector. Uh, it's about space. It, there's a big layer at the end that he has to go in with all these, you know, computers and stuff. It's, a lot of the imagery for the Austin Powers movies, especially that first one with the, mm. the layer that they go into and they're wearing like spacesuits and stuff. And uh, it's, it's really corny to watch now. And I certainly wouldn't call it a great movie, but it's definitely one of my favorites. There's just so much cool stuff in it. You know, space capsules and they're, you know, attacking his underground layer in a volcano and all this stuff. It's really cool. And they ha- do they have a big boy? Satellite? Uh, big, big... No, but in many ways, the big boy never left, so. <laughs> I need to go lie down for a minute. <laughs> bring the scotch. Yeah, bring me. I'm, I'm almost, my glass is almost empty. Uh-oh. Yep. So, how about your uh, number one okay. least favorite? Uh, whew, my number one least favorite has to be The World Is Not Enough. On my list as well. OMG. This movie has got so many problems, and Can I, say, I think I still went to the theater and saw it because that's what you did when you were in high yeah, school. Yeah, you know, I, I you don't want to st- go see movies at Funscape. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, you I don't, don't want to steal your is, thunder, but, okay. but can I put my, all the only thing I wrote down about the world is not enough? Yes, you can. Okay, I only wrote down one thing: Denise Richards as Christmas Jones, nuclear physicist. Uh, yeah, d- don't forget the doctor. You know, she worked doctor hard for that Christmas medical degree. Jones. Yes, she did. Okay, so let's uh, real quick when we we'll wrap up the the kind of history stuff, we'll get into because you talked a little bit about some current rotation stuff also in terms yep. of his favorite. So you kind of address that. Um, but uh, so embarrassing album. I know we touched oh. on this was the question. So give me your from that genre. So the, your history, right? So your um, you know something over the last twenty years or so, yeah, nothing I, that's really current. What's uh, What do you feel like is your most embarrassing album? You said you have it with you. I have it with me. I'm looking at it right now. It's in my hand. I bought the CD. 
And I've listened to it quite a bit, and I really like it, but I'm incredibly embarrassed, and I probably shouldn't mention this because everybody's going to have a negative. Do it. <laughs> Do it. All right, this Peer pressure. Album, Peer pressure, this people. This is a live concert album from 1994. It is not John Tesh at Red Rocks. Oh, that it was going to be my guess. That was, was going to be your guess. guess. It's, it's almost as embarrassing as John Tesh at Red Rocks. Are you ready for this? Are you, are you sitting down? Do you need to you need to sit down? Like, are you? Oh, bro. It's it's a big deal. It's a big okay. deal. What is it? This album is Yanni live at the Acropolis. I was gonna say Yanni, and I held <laughs> that because I was like, no, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do Yanni. Yep. Oh, it's a gosh. good album. My second piece of advice is, and I know normally subscribe to this philosophy is handcuffing. Do you do you know the term handcuffing? Um, only in certain contexts. <laughs> Excuse me, let me be more specific. Let's start with uh, Scrooged. Boom, Scrooged. Boom. Good movie. Yeah. Okay, so for those who haven't seen Scrooged, uh, it's kind of just what it sounds like. It's an update of A Christmas Carol, and uh, Bill Murray is the, uh, the Ebenezer Scrooge character, and it's really good. I really like it. What year did that come out? You would ask me that, wouldn't you? I'm going to find out right here. It came out 1988. in 1988. Oh, I beat you, bro. Boom. <laughs> you take that, Comcast. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he's visited by the three ghosts and, can we and start the with, whole deal. Can we start with the beginning, though? Uh, yeah. It's Lee Majors. It's Lee Majors. The $6 million band. Santa, is there a back way out of this place? Of course there is, Lee. But this is one Santa that's going out the front door. But here we are. We're recording. And the first thing we're talking about is the Disney Marathon. Disney Marathon. Walt Disney World. Uh, so, you know, when the first thing when I started to look about at this, obviously we're, we're talking about the Disney Marathon because one of our esteemed listeners, Beth from New Jersey. Beth from New Jersey. Yes, Beth from New Jersey is going to be running in. I think it's her first, right? Isn't and if, she, or if she, she's... I don't know. No, she. I, I no think idea. she. This is her first Walt Disney World marathon. I'm pretty sure they went out to uh, Walt Disneyland. Or I guess it's just Disneyland out in California because they're gonna. She was really talking about that coast to coast medal, which is where you run both marathons in the same year. Well, that's insane. So you get extra. You get insane. extra hardware. So I think she did the Walt Dis the Disneyland marathon earlier this year, and now she's doing her Walt Disney World marathon. Uh, consequently, we look at the Disney marathon running from 1994 to 2013, which somehow is still the 20th anniversary. I don't understand. I don't understand math. I don't understand the math on that because for me it, it seems like 19 years, but maybe they just wanted to round up. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I've got the uh, the course of this marathon pulled up on my computer here, and this thing's crazy. Yeah, I mean, when I was looking at I, I printed out the course map as well just to look at all everywhere it goes through, and then I was looking at the different – because, you know, obviously it has there's different races. There's a half marathon on Saturday today, um, and then there's the marathon tomorrow, Sunday. But there's <laughs> also – I was like, oh, the Goofy's Challenge, that's probably – that's probably more up my alley. If I went down there, I'd probably yeah. want to do Goofy's Challenge. You know, like a, it's probably like any other race where you'd have like a fun run or something. So I click on Goofy's Challenge, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, not not for me. Uh, the Goofy's Challenge is you run the half marathon on Saturday, and then you run the full. No, no, no. Then you run the full marathon on Sunday, thirty nine point two miles. Well, it truly is Goofy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about doing a, a similar event next time I go. I'm just gonna uh, eat my way through World Showcase. There you go. 
That take 26.2 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you gained 26.2 pounds. But right now, I'd like to, to stop for a second. Okay. Okay, and I'd like to play a game. Okay, let's do that. Okay, let's play Would Nicholas Eat Any of This? Oh, no. <laughs> what? Insert some fun drop here. Uh, so... Okay, let's talk about the menu at the Golden Globes. Obviously, as, as anyone knows, I mean, if you watch the Golden Globes, uh, everyone sits around tables and they're, they're served dinner. So it's more of a – they're drinking and it's more of a casual atmosphere than at the Oscars where everyone's sitting in, uh, you know, auditorium style. So mm-hmm. uh, they will be serving dinner, and this is what they're serving. Is this going to gross Beth out on her run? Uh, I don't think so. It's going gro- to gross, yeah. gross you out. I hope so. So for apps, uh, we have. Yeah, you mean appetizers, right? Not a- not applications for my phone. Right, like apps and zerts. Apps and zerts. Yeah. So uh, apps. Grilled artichoke on frisee served with fennel, tomato, lemon mousse. What the hell is frisee? Would, well, no, it's not the. That's not the question. The question is, would Nicholas eat this? I'm gonna have to go with no. Okay, mm, I'm gonna have to go with no. I too. like artichoke dip, but grilled artichoke with what? Frisee, it's probably some kind of topping. I don't know. I guess and maybe not said, the topping because the fennel, the fennel tomato lemon mousse sounds like the topping. If you took the tomato out. <laughs> yeah. God, what the hell is the tomato doing there? Ugh. It has no place with lemon mousse. Okay. So right. we're 0 for 1 so far. All right. This is also. I would just move it around my plate. This is awesome. Right. I make it look like you worked on it. Yeah. Your daughter doesn't do that. Oh, I'm full. I bet your daughter doesn't do that ever. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, okay. Also on the apps uh, portion of the evening, kabocha, kabaka, pumpkin, smoked dried tomato tart, more tomato for your enjoyment, mm, and no, pepper go. honey goat cheese. So it looks like a pumpkin smoked tomato tart with goat cheese. Mm. How are you feeling about that? Would Nicholas eat that? I think I'd try that. Really? Even though it yeah. had tomatoes. I mean, it seems well, like it sounds it, like it's like cooked into it. Right, but it seems like whereas the previous one was a fennel tomato mousse, where it's more like a cream, where you could I think just that's kinda... the mousse that that's messing me up there. But the second one seems like the tomato tart is a really big part of the uh, the dish. I think I'd have to see it. Mm, you can see that if you go to. We should put a link in the show notes. Okay. Uh, I think it's at the official. Golden Globes uh, website. It has uh, pictures of all of the dishes. I'm going there right now. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's that's where I got this information from. Uh, did my prep a few days ago. So uh, while you're looking at that, I will continue. Uh, for your entree, you will okay. be you will be enjoying or not enjoying uh, the smoked flat iron steak and Pacific sea bass. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So you're in on that, right? Oh yeah, surf and turf. Definitely. Yeah 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 yeah. You I, know you know I love me some yeah, surf yeah. and turf. Yeah yeah. So you're in on that. I sort of figured. So Nichols would eat that. Excellent. Oh so, yeah. So we're now one for three. Uh, and then for dessert, we've got a cappuccino mousse cake. Hmm. Yeah. Would yeah, it go, I'd eat that. You would eat that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wow, two for four. So you know the the chef you know sweating a little bit in the beginning because you're not eating the first two things that come out. But uh, it looks Is like that you're. It? That's all that's on the menu. Well, I'm sure there's salad. Can maybe or, like a grilled cheese or some or maybe pasta uh, with butter on it, or something? or maybe an intermezzo. You know, maybe some sorbet or something. But that's uh, those are the main things. Yeah, you know? I hope it, as long as it's not something like weird Iron Chef sorbet, <laughs> like, you know, squid ink sorbet and stuff. 2013. We took like three weeks off. I got a little. I got some crap for some people. Uh, were like, really? You took that much time off recording a podcast? And who's giving you so, crap? Uh, you know, I want names. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge that uh, that Tom Gallo told me that I, I told him you're I would a never. I'm glad you're not gonna disclose it because you're yeah, a gentleman. I would, I would never say that it was Tom. It was not Tom Gallo from Midlothian. We had left this off uh, our last TV talk, and that is uh, a returning show, uh, mm-hmm. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Now you don't watch. I the don't Downton watch Abbey, Downton do Abbey. What is so this show's mm. about like pretentious British people shining silver in their castle or something. That's pr- you for having never seen it. You pretty much hit it right on the head there, buddy. You got it. Wow. So obviously everyone like was up in arms on Twitter about what whatever happened, this thing, right? As mm-hmm. Nicholas likes to yeah. call it. The so thing. I the had event. Three uh, possible. Uh, oh, I got. I had three this. possible okay. thoughts of what could have happened on this show. That the show that I don't watch. That friends that watch Doctor Who watch. Um, so <laughs> tell me if I'm close with any of these three. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Scenario number one: the main the uh-huh. main character gets veneers. <laughs> did did that happen? No. Okay. This is the, well. I don't. Do they have those in 1920? Because this. Oh, it's a period piece. In oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it starts in. I, I I should have mentioned that in our description. Yeah. The the show the first season is in like 1912, right. and then it goes through the war, and now we're at like 19. Yeah. Well, they're like uh, George Washington, like wood veneers, right? Um, distinctly possible. No, okay. All it right. does not happen. Well, see, these other ones that these would other have ones been are traumatic, gonna be, though. are going to be a little bit harder because the this time thing that you just threw on me. But so number oh, two, okay. I had was uh, one of the characters has a sex change operation. Uh, I don't believe that happened. No, how, but no, how would you know? Like they wouldn't be, they well, wouldn't really be vocal about it in 1920, though, were they? I mean, yes. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. You could be a hundred percent right, and I might not know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned and, right here, ladies and uh, gentlemen. We, if, if somebody go down to Navi has a sex change operation, you'll hear about it here first or second. Nice. And uh, so this is my last one. It obviously won't work okay. now, but I said the monarchy uh, changes to a democracy and uh, Sarah, the Duchess of York, is elected first president. <laughs> it's possible that that could happen maybe next season. And if I wasn't at someone else's house, I probably would have, you know, turned off the television or changed the channel to Puppy Bowl. You know what? You should have done it anyway. I should have, but I was drinking too many Miami Vices, and I was enjoying whoa, whoa, the whoa. relaxing. Whoa, What's in a Miami Vice? Oh, you never had a Miami Vice? No. Oh, this Vi- this podcast is off the rails already. <laughs> What's in a Miami Vice? A Miami device. Uh, Miami device. A Miami Vice is a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri, like smashed together. Yeah, like you make you do the you make each drink separately, frozen. I'd, I'd call that a Crockett and Tubbs. Uh, moving right along. Oh, man. Monopoly. Monopoly. We, we oh, have a decision. Thanks we, to uh, our listener, Katie from Chesapeake. Our our most valuable, valued listener, Katie most, from Chesapeake. Most excellent. Most, most excellent. excellent listener. Uh, the Monopoly token is going to be the cat. Well, that's bullshit. It is extreme bullshit. What did I we call... pick? The robot, right? Yes, of course we picked the robot. Yeah. Like, yeah, we picked the on. robot uh, to replace the iron. It, but it for some reason, have even been a, a question after you and I, I said the it, robot. I think that the the cat people of the world, um, and you know who you are that listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's they, just ridiculous. They you can't you can't up, go on the internet without seeing a thousand cats. Right, and so they got upset that that stupid dog is in there, and they said, you know what? There's a dog in there. There needs to be a cat. Well, what better way to fight a dog than with a robot? That's what I'm saying. There's a dog in there. Why isn't there a robot? I don't see... I see that the same argument applies. I think this is racist against robots. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I, I'm really sick with the amount of racism in this country. Robot racism has just been rampant the last few years. You know, we need to make more of an effort to be mechanically correct. <laughs> you know, yeah, when you look at Barry Bonds. Right. When you look at Barry Bonds, say, so there you go, poster child. Uh, I think that's there's there's an issue there, obviously. So but I think some of these other, you know, core zone shots and whatever platelet uh, injections and people <laughs> going to Germany for whatever. Don't go I mean, to Germany. Why not? Kobe Bryant's got 10 more years now. <laughs> Just, I mean, why? I say why not? So, you know, uh, I do wonder, should you and I be taking podcast enhancing drugs? <laughs> maybe we could win. a. Maybe that'll help us win that podcast award this fall. It can't hurt. So those were the cancels. So let's talk about renewals. Yeah, let's talk about positive. Let's stuff. talk about yeah. Let's, let's get this negativity. Let's just let's just kick it to the curb. Let's uh, let's take it let's take it up a notch. Let's drop those zeros and get us a hero. Wow, you've been you've yeah, been holding on right. to that one for a little bit. Yeah, I've been waiting for that one for uh, can we get episodes. Can we get the the I need a hero uh, <laughs> line here? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I needed that. Up and down and around. Feel the flow. His bags are packed. Send him home. <laughs> Send him home. He just wants to go home, Nicholas. All right. Moving now on. Now we're going to watch uh, that movie. Did you check out? So we finally got a uh, first look, as it were, of the final season of Breaking Bad. Is this the thing that uh, Aaron Paul tweeted out? Right. So this is well, this, yeah. yeah, this is the part two. So the first one he sent was this. Oh, I didn't see part two. Well, no. So part one was the parody that he sent out about the like nine, like the nineties. Oh, did yes. you see that? Then I did see both. Okay, yes. so that was like the nineties parody. The guy, you know, that was pretty funny. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, but then now that they put out like a, it was like uh, it was like picket fences. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, or uh, Saint Elsewhere, or something like that. <laughs> MacGyver. Uh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, I love MacGyver. Whoa. I've been making my wife, my wife, uh, rewatch the episodes with me. How about, did you make her watch the physics episode? No, we haven't got uh, the physics, the physics episode, episode, which is my favorite it's, episode. The physics episode is great. I love that. Actually, episode. every episode is great, but I very much enjoy the physics episode. The the physics episode is a classic among classics. It is. It's so that's where they have to. They have. He goes to judge a physics competition where the kids had to create uh, barriers, I guess, or how do you describe it? Um, uh, they had to like like had to, lock the yeah, they had to, dorm room doors. Yeah, they had to be able to, to figure it they out. They had to be able to break into the other person's door, and so I, you know, they use all the tricks in the physics bag to uh, prevent their classmates. So it's interesting. And of course a there's a, episode. you know, there's a, there's a problem and someone, something happens and they got to be able to, to get into a door and you know, there's MacGyver ah, save the day. And he's got bubble gum and duct tape and he gets in there. Exactly. Boom. Like you do if you're MacGyver and no one else. If you're MacGyver. That is, <laughs> if your name is MacGyver. Fan, or Angus if your name MacGyver, is Angus. You. Yeah. Angus MacGyver. That was a nice, that's a nice little uh, trivial tidbit. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first, ladies and You know, his, and then his uh, mom named his son Angus, named their son Angus. And that's how he knew that that was his son. Right, exactly. And it was such a poignant uh, TV moment there. And I, I cried a little. And then they canceled it. Boo. Oh, how many seasons did that show go? A while. Probably about a, yeah. seven, I think. Seven or eight. Yeah, that sounds right. Seven or eight seasons. Great show. Seven or eight seasons. Great show. Um. So anyway, Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, 
So Walking Dead, we're all caught up. So the ha- yes. that's the happy moment because it's a great show. The sad moment is that we're caught up and I have to wait till Sunday to yeah. get to the next episode. When I episode. got caught up, uh, I guess week before last, and then I realized, oh, crap, I got to wait until – and I'm doing season pass, so I really got to wait till Monday yeah. to watch it. Well, you could always – I mean, if you're being – I did season pass too, but you know, you could always just record it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean – why do that? Because it's so awesome. On I, I don't even like to hit the button to switch back over to the no, cable box. I, I'm in your I'm in your court on this one because yeah. having to do the I finally gave up on that with and the uh, commercials with Breaking Bad too. It was just so annoying because I, I ended up having to. Yeah, I, I the only one I do I do it on Downton Abbey because um I don't remember why we did it on Downton Abbey. I don't know, but we do it on Downton Abbey and we do it on, I do it on Walking Dead and I do it on Doctor Who because we don't have an HD BBC America channel. Oh, okay. But I don't do it on Mad Men or Breaking Bad or any of those because I've already spent like $120 in season passes. I really want to take an episode, a part of an episode and just calculate your, your I want to do like a, like a mint.com for, for Nicholas's entertainment what, costs. What my laziness costs. <laughs> yeah, me. iTunes season passes plus DVR plus, oh, plus cable. Game of Thrones. I, I do Game of Thrones too. Cause I don't have HBO plus Hulu plus Netflix. I would, I would like if you could to lead us into this discussion with some uh, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Would you be able to do that? We're going to talk a little about some streaming. So I just thought it was appropriate to lead in with Islands in the Stream. Don't, would you agree? I, I, I can't do it with a stream. <laughs> but you already did it. So it's great. It was excellent. There's 99 cents. Well <laughs> I'll just put it on my tab. Brother-sister affair. They get, in that, uh, they get caught by Bran, the little one, the little climber dude. <laughs> And then uh, Jimmy pushes him out of the window. Temporarily a climber dude. <laughs> yeah, temporarily a climber dude. Yes, I think his climbing days are over. His climbing days are definitely over. Um, so he uh, is paralyzed. Awesome. Way to, way to start the series on a, for a young kid. He spends the entire rest of the series on In- Hodor's back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hodor. yeah. Uh, which is, uh, that's, that's a cross to bear. If you ever had one. Hodor. The, I Hodor. have to say, there is not enough Hodor in the in the show. Yeah, There's I always way wonder, more Hodor in the books. But even in the books, like you could have a whole chapter on Hodor. I never yeah. see a chapter that says it, Hodor when I turn it the page. Would, it would just be one page. It would just say Hodor. Hodor. And then, and you, then turn you turn the page What's and go to that? Daenerys. I, I think that would be a nice change of pace. <laughs> I would love. Oh, my God. The fans would go apeshit for that. That would be awesome. Uh. Hodor. So, yeah, the uh, the trailer came out today. It looks really good. Um, I'm excited. I actually, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of excited. I I wasn't super happy with the the first movie when I first saw it, but after I saw it in regular D, I really liked it. And I actually did buy the high def iTunes version uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice! Yeah, I got during, it on during uh, our hiatus. I got it on Redbox, and it somehow made its way to the Apple TV. 
Isn't that weird how that it's happens? It's just like funny. Like, it's like, uh, I think I set it next to the Apple TV, and it was some <laughs> type of, uh, you know, osmosis. If you place the DVD <laughs> on the Apple TV, it'll just, like, make its way in I, I don't know. I think uh, I think I got some crazy, like, possessed Apple TV version. I don't know. Yeah, you must have. You must be running a jailbroken one. Uh, I don't know. It's all, it's all crazy over here. I don't know what's happening. So when I saw her in that movie, she was very nice in that movie. Is she from Australia? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. We can look that up. We did you that. did you think she, she did a great Australian accent? Did you think she was from Australia? Well, I mean, she was she was speaking right. Australian. She said like, uh, "Put your shrimp on my Barbie," and 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 there's a koala in that tree, and uh, kangaroo. And I'm just filling time while you look it up. Yeah, and my and interwebs are being interweird. Should I look it up? <laughs> yeah, you should probably look it up. All right. At this point, I'm just hoping that we're that I'm still recording. Uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Which looks, looks cool. Looks really cool. I enjoy Zack Snyder and his 300-esque kind of take on stuff. I know you do. So I'm very intrigued by it, and we will be going to see Man of Steel this weekend. Uh, I think the funniest thing I've heard about Man of Steel is people complaining that Superman isn't being played by an American. Wow. Um, Superman is an alien. <laughs> He's from Krypton. He's a Kryptonian. He's a Kryptonian. He's not an American. So let's just get that out of the way wow. right, right off the bat. He's not. He might fight for truth, justice in the American way, but he's a naturalized citizen. Does he have to pay taxes? I'm sure he does. Man, that sucks. Yeah, he's get cape tax. Up, <laughs> boots tax. Up the old uh, Krypton pooper, huh? <laughs> right, X-ray tax. Well, X-ray, X-ray tax. Going. Damn, X-ray tax. You can't enjoy anything these days. Laser vision tax. <laughs> you know the FAA is charging him a fortune. Wow. Yeah, that's right. He's got a flying surcharge, right? He's got yep. to, to, to be able to land. He has to. That's right. Wow. And the upkeep on that uh, Fortress of Solitude is not cheap. <laughs> yeah, his real estate taxes and uh, wow, that's crazy. I, I think that's Canadian though. So, but I, yeah, he got his, he got his latest assessment and he wasn't happy. He was not happy. He he wrote a nasty letter to the board of supervisors. So Blair Underwood is a yes. wheelchair bound cop, and mm-hmm. he I guess puts this team together to try to. I don't know, solve crimes and stuff. And he's kind of the patriarch of this group. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, are we going to get like a backstory, like how he got in the wheelchair? Probably. And, and he's probably like some gruff dude, like, ha ha, don't talk to me. I don't have legs. Like, you know, you know how they get, you know, how they get <laughs> how those people get, uh, we're going to get a letter about that we're, one. We're definitely going to get a letter. <laughs> Can I make a blanket statement to all of our listeners? I would I would love it if you made statements with blankets. Um, <laughs> you win, sir. You always do. So I gotta gotta root for uh, David, Mike, and you know my other my boy is in this Bryce Harper. A boy Bryce Harper's in it, so he's, I've got to watch it. He's dreamy. He is. He's Bryce dreamy. Harper is dreamy. Those eyes, uh, they just they mm. get me every time. Mm. Now, if you had to pick between snuggling with Bryce Harper and snuggling with Mike Trout, who would you pick? Bryce Harper, no question. <laughs> I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to think about that. You didn't even have to I think, have to think like about you that. You had it in a holster. I didn't have to think you about like, that. Pow, 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 Bryce Harper. He's he's just, he's amazing. Well, is part of that availability, because he's like right up the road? 
Uh, I guess, but I just, he's a, he's a wholesome guy. He's a stand up, he's a stand up Christian. And, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna snuggle with you after he's done. Yeah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do anything I don't want him to do. Um, I don't have to, I can close my eyes and I don't have to worry about some, uh, some crazy stuff coming out of the drawers. You know, I, Mike Trout, Unless you ask. Mike Trout sounds like a nice guy. Uh, he, he sure oh, played, he's filthy and he bed. sure plays baseball really well, but yeah, a five tool guy like that, you knows what he does in the bedroom. <laughs> you know, he's a five tool guy in the bedroom. <laughs> Boom. Too. So, so yeah, I just, I'm a little uneasy about that, especially the first time. So I got to go with Bryce. <laughs> Holy crap. Two. I'm just tired of these number sixes and, and number I will sevens. call him number two. I shall call him number two. Uh, Honestly, so, who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe, man? <laughs> um. So then we've got uh, we got some big time baseball news. It's almost breaking. Oh, it is breaking. Depending, obviously, depending on uh, when you get this podcast post yeah, episode posted. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was breaking when we recorded this. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a, that's that's what we're going with. That's exactly what we're going with. For Nicholas, I'm Brandon. You know, have a groovy day or whatever. Don't get your shit dirty. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>